0: Place is important to me, and the name was important to me long before I ever knew you, before I ever got here. I did my field ed in seminary at All Saints Episcopal Church in Ravenswood in Chicago, which is an extraordinary congregation. They have just said goodbye to their rector who was there for more than <coughs> three years. Bonnie Perry has been called to be the next. She took a congregation that she was sent there to close and introduced them freshly to the gospel and helped them find identity and helped them find mission. And it is now one of the premier congregations of the Diocese of Chicago. And I miss Bonnie and I miss that All Saints, but it brings me great joy to greet you with that name because it means a lot to me. (coughs) The saints can be compared to an old strand, not the kind you can buy now, but the old kind, about 20 years or more ago, of Christmas lights. Remember those? (laughs) Now, I am of a certain age now that this was mostly my father's problem. <laughs> and I know that frustration because when the break occurs, the significance is serious. And when we, as the saints of God, are separated from the other saints of God, whether it is by death or any other kind of separation. The break is palpable. The break is real. And it can be healed, but it is substantial. I hope I am not butchering this poor man's name too badly. Yehuda Halevi, I think, wrote this poem, Here's a Fearful Thing. It's a fearful thing to love what death and touch, a fearful thing to love, to hope, to dream, to be, to be and oh to lose, a thing for fools, this, and a holy thing, a holy thing to love. For your life has lived in me. Your laugh once Lifted me. Your word was gift to me. To remember this brings painful joy. It's just a fearful thing, love, a holy thing, to love what death has touched. That is the nature of living among the saints. It is a holy thing. And it is a fearful, painful thing when the break occurs. We have all experienced that through the loss of people we love. You would give anything to be spared that pain except for the joy that came from knowing them in the first place. Such as life among all (coughs) saints. It's not something that we can just take into ourselves and enjoy privately. The whole nature of sainthood is connectedness, of receiving things on one side and transmitting it on the other. When the break Um, served a congregation in the Diocese of Chicago and is now a bishop. And I would tell you his name, except that I'm not sure he wants to be associated with this story. (laughs) But he's a really good guy. When he was still a priest, we were at our clergy conference in Chicago, and he preached about his time as a child working on a farm and spending summers the farm and playing with his best friend. And on this farm they had cattle. And the cattle were contained by a fence. And I would not presume to lecture Texans about cattle ranching. But you know, I'm sure, that you can't just erect a good fence because a cow who wants to get to the other side of the fence will find a way. What you can do Is create an electric fence. I don't mean the kind of electric fence where you're killed when you touch it. I mean the kind that just from time to time sends a pulse through a cable that runs the entire length of the fence and back to the source. The circuit has to be complete for it to work. the joy that he and his best friend had at a little game that I will not describe to you in its entirety except to say, of <coughs> it as Russian roulette with an electric fence that is most easily played by boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> the object of the game that pulse. Because the pulse comes at regular intervals, but it can't be seen. So you never really know. So the way this worked is that they would take turns seeing if they could survive, or better still, avoid the pulse. Naturally, each of them lost from that time to time. To their great detriment, I'm sure. But he noticed something important about it as he observed the pulse. Again, it was the continuity of the line. The thing fails like a strand of Christmas lights if it breaks anywhere. Why? Because the way electricity works is that it has to have a source And it has to have a conductor. It's got to be delivered to its ultimate destination across a conductor and a resistor. And that is what God's presence, what the divinity, the presence, the majesty of God is like. Those of us who don't live in biblical times, who aren't living through Great stories of arcs and human swallowing whales and all this kind of stuff. People who don't see Jesus face to face experience the work and the presence of God, experience the love. of differing definitions of what a saint is. I'm sure you've heard plenty of stories about me. Some would say that the saints are the heroes of the faith, the people who've accomplished great things, or who are especially pious. If you know anything at all about St. Jerome, you know that's not true. <laughs> Some people will say instead, well, the saints are all of us. Well, Maybe. Could buy that maybe more easily. But I would say it, it isn't our status as being part of all of us that makes us saints. We are saints in a moment, we are saints in a pulse. When we receive that presence of God, marvel at its beauty, marvel at its mercy and then act on it to convey it to others. That's what sainthood is all about. When you look into the eyes and complete the circuit with a saint, suddenly the entire tradition of life and birth and struggle and joy and absence and presence and betrayal and reconciliation all comes to a head. When you've ever looked in the eyes of someone you love who loved you back. When someone was ever unexpectedly wise or kind or gentle or merciful to you. When someone showed you in their action, in their demeanor, what the entire experience of God is like. That's the saints. That's what we're called to. Not to be especially good or smart or anything else, but to be especially watchful for that pulse. To savor it when it comes. And to be the means by which we continue to convey it to others. Now there are some Sundays any good organist will tell you there are some Sundays when you play, I sing a song of the saints of God, and there are some we do before a red So you're not going to hear that. That's when you and I are the saints. That's when we see the lives of all the saints of God. And when we're separated from it, we mourn it. But the fact that we continue to experience the presence of God means that not only has that chain never been really broken in the past, (coughs) but they never will be in the future. Couldn't find its way back to the source, to the living God, and we'd never experience. But we do. It's in that hope that we're able to pray. We seem to give them back to you, dear God, who gave them to us. Yet as you did not lose them in giving, so we have not lost them by. You do not give as the world gives, O lover of souls. What you give, you do not take away. For what is yours is ours always, if we are yours. And love is eternal, and life is eternal, and love is immortal. And death is only a horizon. And a horizon is nothing save the limit of our sight. clearly. Draw us closer to yourself, that we may know ourselves nearer to our beloved who are with you. And while your Son prepares a place for us, prepare us for that happy place, that where they are and you are, we too may be, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.